welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is the podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hello, crew, and welcome to episode 158 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and this week I am joined by engineer extraordinaire always mcdougall from the complete race a driver before we get started in today's episode don't forget applications close november 25th if you're looking to become a motivate ambassador for the 2024 race season this ambassadorship is open to every race category everywhere in the world so if you're interested in working with motivate and maximizing your performances on and off the track please make sure you apply I'll put the link in today's show notes. Our pre-season program is also kicking off at the moment. You can access that at any time. If for more information, also check out the link below. And for those that don't know Wes, Wes has been around motorsports for around 30 years. Um, his story is actually good. Um, and I'm going to let him tell you. So you need to keep listening to know more about Wes. But he has definitely worked with all the big guns at supercars here in Australia. Drivers such as Marcus Ambrose, Russell Ingle, James Courtney, Tim Slade, Lee Holdsworth, Todd Hazelwood, um, Shane Van Giz, and as well as Jamie Winkup, Craig Lound, and Zane Goddard this year. So I hope you get a lot out of today's show. Any questions, please make sure you connect with us um, over at motivatetraining.com.au. That's enough from me. Let's hear from Wes. Hey, Wes. Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me on. Excited to be here. Well, finally, because I have been asking for a long time, but I'm very excited that we finally found a date that works best for us. Um, You're not new to motorsports. You have been around forever. And for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about you and how you got started within motorsport? Yeah, sure. I I, I guess I've been doing motorsport for nearly 30 years now, so um, just coming up to 30 30 years. Um, I I first started back when I was in in high school or secondary college uh, down down in Melbourne, and I got in touch with with a local team called Ball and Racing. They're doing Formula Ford. They make the Spectrum Formula Ford cars, um, which are which are still still going. And and yeah, that was my first sort of foray into the world of motorsport. Always loved motorsport as a kid and just fascinated by how things worked and um, and racing. So it was yeah, working there and and seeing how the cars were, were put together and how they were built and being part of that process and um yeah just just being around the team and the group of people and drivers was just yeah an awesome awesome experience to the start sort of my my motorsport journey and so have you ever raced like is it in your family history or like have you come from engineers like how did you get the bug for motorsport yes so dad um dad did a bit of bit of racing back in the the day um sort of club stuff and he was always taking me to to motorsport events and 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 things as a kid and watching on tv so i, I guess i caught the bug bug that way mm-hmm. um i i did i did try go-karts mm-hmm. a little i think i was um you know 11 or or, or 12 um 
I think back then they didn't have sort of cadets. It was sort of rookies. So it was, I think, 12 was sort of the, the age where you could you first first get in. So, um, but I, I think it was just a little bit, bit too early for me. I, I was, as much as I liked the driving and, and racing, I think I was even more intrigued as to the the whys and the hows and, and understanding it from that analytical side of things. So, uh, yeah, it sort of, yeah, gravitated more to, more to that and engineering and then sort of later on that the, the bug sort of came back but by that stage i was sort of yeah headed on headed on the engineering path that's right you're already bitten it was in your veins um and you did always go to monash uni which is um did i have a motorsport unit back then i know it does now but i was just going to say it oh. it didn't when i started so i guess <laughs> i was at the yes yeah, so i went to monash monash uni and that was um yeah i sort of i was just started doing the, the stuff of ball and racing in high school and then went to monash uni um a couple couple of years later when I, when I finished high school and yeah i worked worked together um between the uni course and working with ball and racing and yeah they, they didn't have a formula SAE program at the time when we first sort of started um that that wasn't in the works that's that's showing my age how old i am yeah, um, but that, that wasn't that wasn't around back then um but then in my my final year um yes that 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 started so i just it was the yeah the very dawn of it i guess guess in australia fantastic and then after you finished uni you headed over to england was that for career um, opportunities or into further your education um tell us about your trip to europe yeah i i Yes, um, yes, it was was for was for my career, and um, yeah, the last I think ended up sort of working for Bourne Racing for about six, seven years, and that was just awesome training ground. Lots of different drivers, you know, at the start of their career in Formula Ford. It's it's a great category, and and as I was graduating high school, uh, sorry, graduating university, I should say, um, trying to look to see where I might go, um, I had a couple of opportunities to go to to IndyCar. Um, and then one of those teams shut down so i was sort of actually all geared up to go to america um and and follow follow that sort of dream and then last minute um in this december i think of well it would have been 2002 yeah um it was right when sort of irl and indycar were, were at each other's throats and um yeah a lot of teams are chopping and changing and stuff so um then I I got a I had a few contacts that helped me get a job with um, a team called Lister in the UK. So um, they ran GT cars and LMP cars out of England. So yeah, packing up the bags and, and heading off to to new things overseas. All by yourself. Yes. Yep. Ah, very yep. excited. So, and so you worked at the Le Mans 24 hours twice. How's that experience? And and I guess without a doubt, over this period that you're building up your network continually to help with your career progress as well. Yeah, I, I think that's that that sort of period. You know, you you're, you're young, you're in your your twenties, you you've got a lot of energy. <laughs> Looking back at it now, um, is yeah, is it's just awesome. And and the, the really the lucky thing, I guess, for me was that I was doing um gt racing and lmp so the team had just designed an lmp um 
900 car at the time, which is, is what known as LMP1 sort of now or recently, um, and they had their GT program. So we were racing, testing, you know, just about every week. So um, sort of there for a few years, but it felt like it was, you know, 10 seasons crammed into just, just a couple of years. Um, there was, yeah, just a lot of racing, a lot of travelling. And, yeah, when you're young and... Um, <laughs> You've got all that that time and energy, and, and yeah, yeah. So it was it was fantastic, and I think that yeah, that opened my my sort of things. Um, got to operate um, the wind tunnel program for the team, testing in different countries, tire testing. So it was yeah, fantastic, fantastic time. I, I, I think. And was it just a matter that you got a bit homesick and you returned to Australia back in 2005 to work with Stone Brothers or what was that turning point for you to return? Yeah, I, I, look, I think that there probably was was a bit of that. Um, it was sort of, it became a little bit sort of full full circle. So um, the one of the people that I knew from, and I think it, it all sort of goes to show you know, the network in, in motorsport, it's, such a small com community um and it's also you know at, at times <laughs> it's a it's a helpful one as well so um yeah one of the, the the people ken douglas who was a was a driver at um at born racing with the spectrum formula forwards he he was one of the um, people who started motec um you know a showing company in motorsport that i'm sure everyone knows and he he was helpful um the, the spectrum formula forwards had motec he helped me get a job overseas with Lister, and then he was he was technical director at Stone Brothers. So um, we had some conversations. There was an opening um, to, to come back and work as a as a um, engineer with 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 SBR and, and Marcus Ambrose, and that was um, yeah that was an exciting opportunity for me to to come back and do that. Fantastic. Now, it's okay to bring up because you've got a long list of clients that you've worked with. So apart from Marcus, who else have you um, successfully worked with over your last 30 years? Um, yeah, I guess there's 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 a few. We, we um, When I first started, there was I was working on Marcus's car and Russ Lingle was there. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, James Courtney came through the ranks there. Um, then there was also a young Shane Van Gisbergen on the on the nine car that, that came through SBR, um, and then you know I was I was fortunate to work with a lot of drivers in their I guess the their infancy in in supercars. So we had yeah drivers like James Courtney, um, Shane mentioned came through SBR's ranks. Then then Tim Slade, Alex Davison, a lot of people through there. Lee, Holt, Lee Holdsworth, and yeah, so I, I was there from 2005 to to when when SBR changed into Erebus in 2013 and stayed stayed on with with um, what became known as as Erebus. Fantastic! So eight years in the supercars, then you were with Erebus, um, and then what happened? Yeah, when Betty took over in 2013, uh, yeah, it was a crazy time for the sport. Not only was the model change, but also um, there's a new new car, Eurodynamics. Um, so it was yeah, exciting to be part of that and and homologate the the new new shape of car and the engine. Um, 
and then because the whole program came together in like a, a record amount of time i think it was sort of september when it got the sort of tick of approval then we were putting cars on track in january it was it was, it was a crazy <laughs> period of time um yeah but yeah also also exciting as as well yeah what a fantastic um I was going to say joy to, to be a part of, I can't think of the right word, but um, process, like how exciting to be a part of that process um, of the um, the car of the future. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, it was, as I said, it's, it's similar to what's sort of going on now with, with, with Gen 3 and, um, yeah, it was a new challenge for all the teams and, and for the drivers to, uh, you know, at the time it was sort of the biggest shake-up that sport had seen in a, in a long time. Um, and that that yeah presented a lot of a lot of challenges for the, the teams and and drivers to to try and wrap their wrap their head around. And then in two thousand fourteen, you had a health break for a few years. Yeah, so yeah, two thousand fifteen. So mm-hmm. I um, I it was born with born with like a, a heart um, condition. Um, so it's all sort of something that I've always sort of been able to to monitor and um yeah yeah work work with alongside um my career and then yeah, in, in 2015 sort of yeah it wasn't so wasn't so sprightly yeah. anymore and and all these little things come knocking on you knocking on your door and you go oh, feel a little bit more under the, the weather than i usually do and and it's just yeah suddenly builds up and then um yeah just had a cardiologist that I always would go and see every every couple of years, and they were sort of saying, "Yeah, look, you need to you need to have this operation. It's not 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 life threatening right now, but if you if you don't, it's 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 going to get worse, and we sort of need to do it within the next twelve months. Otherwise, it's um, yeah, it's sort of yeah, you can't operate when the heart gets gets too big. So um, yeah, that I took some time off in the middle of that that time." Of that, of that year of 2015. Beautiful. And then when you came back, you came back as a consultant. Is that right? Yes. So then, yeah, I started my own business uh, the following year, um, sort of after I recovered. And, um, yeah, sort of took some time out of supercars. Um, I guess a bit of a busman's holiday, but still doing Super 2. <laughs> still keeping yeah. toe in the water there. And um, other other uh jobs as well so um single seaters gts porsches super two um all those all those things um and yeah then that that sort of led on to working with with todd hazelwood again another which (laughs) seems to define a lot of what i do working with with young younger drivers and um that culminated in in winning the championship with him in in 2017 in, in super two so that was that was yeah that was again keep using that word that was an exciting period of time and yet you keep getting dragged back to that supercar realm of <laughs> excitement uh, and then you had a bit of a break from the supercars but this year you came back um was it this year or last year this year uh well it's sort of yeah i guess been a little bit bit to and fro so it, it <laughs> sort of felt like I, I didn't have a choice when i was working with with todd he was with um msr Doing Super Two, and then that team stepped up. So um, I guess I yeah helped them step up in their first couple of years in 
in um, into the main game again. So that sort of dragged me dragged me back in. Uh, and then then I had the opportunity to go work at Triple Eight um, in 2021 to be mm-hmm. Jamie Wincup's um, engineer and his what was out to be. You <laughs> <laughs> had to be to be um, Jamie Wincup's engineer in his in his final year. So I, I, he 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 decided to quit before before I went. There. I just want to make sure that's <laughs> across. <laughs> It wasn't like the- I got there and he's like, that's it. Where's where's this gonna end my career? <laughs> I've had too many good engineers, then Wes has turned up and I'll 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 that's stop it. now. Yeah. Yeah. Same <laughs> yes, um, yeah, then after that, yeah. Yeah, then it then again, it's just trying to, you know, manage manage life and manage career and 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 family and, and all those those fun things that come to the mix and again with this sort of my condition i was just completely um burnt out and i didn't want to put the the team um you know team triple eight works at such a high high consistent level um you know put them or the, any of the drivers in a position where i couldn't give the 100 percent 100 percent of the time so um yeah i took took some time out and then uh yeah got back into it again this year in 2023 where are we 2023 yeah with with who we've been helping this year ah with her yep so yeah this year um it's sort of runner running some parallel programs so um working again with triple eight so um great to be back with them running the wildcard program so with the the super cheap wildcard so working with craig lowndes race engineering that car and yeah with 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 zane goddard so um again you know younger younger guy like zane and a experienced guy like like craig that's a that's a good good program to to have to help you know give those those younger drivers experience that's that's been yeah fantastic work with triple eight and um yeah pleasure to work with with craig and and zane as, as well so that's i guess that formed formed one part of um my year um and then the other part was i guess exciting for me was the um start of my own another sort of offshoot of the company um with something called the the complete race driver yeah, so you've compiled basically 30 years of your knowledge, love and expertise uh, into some courses. Uh, tell us a little bit about those. Yeah, so it's it's basically aimed at any any race driver that wants to be improving themselves. So the, I, I've loved the technical aspect of, of everything they've ever done in motorsport, but I also, you know, feel... Feel like I formed a lot of great relationships with drivers, um, and you know, being there at their side and and just had a, I guess a ringside seat to see how they operate, how they work, how the best of the best, um, you know, like like Jamie, uh, like Marcus Ambrose, um, all, all these 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 champions of our sport, how they operate, what level they go to to be consistent and and fast and competitive 
Um, and then I've also seen the drivers, what they struggle with when they first come into the sport, the expectations, the pressure, all those things. So all I guess that all combined to get me thinking while I was, was having some time off about how I can help drivers, um, whether they're coming up through the ranks from go-karts to Formula Fords or 86s or into supercars, Super 2, um, or, or they're racing for fun. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's all about being the stopwatch and being the competitors. So I just wanted to put a program together to be able to help drivers, um, you know, improve themselves and, and ultimately improve their driving using techniques that I guess are, are data-driven. So it might might seem a bit weird at, at first to have an engineer uh, run this course rather than a driver, but, you know, the thing that I always say is that, you know, often a driver can can give you all the knowledge that they've they've acquired over the years, but it's it's sort of from a one person perspective. So you might be getting all their all their good attributes, but you'll also be getting their sometimes their bad bad habits as well. <laughs> so what what I'm trying to do here is compile all the um, those these hundreds of drivers I've worked with. Um, Using that knowledge and, and using the, the the data side, you know, ultimately motorsport is not just a hitting a bat and a ball sort of exercise. It's 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 extremely complex, and there's a lot of nuance in the in the the car setup or how you're supposed to drive any one particular car compared to another. Um, and sometimes you've you've got to be adaptable and and change your driving um, to 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 suit those conditions. So. Yeah, coming at it from a sort of technical, um, data-driven aspect, but hopefully also a, an easy to understand one in this in this online race driving course. And so it's self-paced; people can access it um, at any time. Um, and it's got video content as well as worksheets. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 a video. It's predominantly a video course so it's um you know unfortunately you've got to look at my my head for, for a little bit of it um but <laughs> there's videos of um you know diagrams and, and videos to try and teach and understand for for the drivers and it's it's a it's a one-time fee that you um, pay up front and that gives you lifetime access to the course so i think that's one of its one of its strengths yes it's not a in-person uh at a racetrack um driving school but it's it's something you can access anytime it's it's got nine chapters it's over six hours of video so there's enough to keep you coming back it's not sort of something you can finish in an afternoon and um feel like you got done it for the money I, I think it's it's good value that you can um when you look at it over the, the hours of content and the fact you can keep coming back to it I think it's it's really good resource for drivers to have you know, you might be struggling with your, your braking, um, you know, and, and you can sort of focus on that and come back and reread up on that. And then there's, you know, sexual qualifying, the mental aspect of the sport, um, you know, steering technique, why the tyres provide the grip, aero, all, all these things that, you know, drivers gradually build up in their their, their bank over the years. It's, it's sort of all there on display for drivers to learn and yeah you can 
keep coming back, keep repeating, and yeah, keep improving. Fantastic. Obviously, there's more information onto your website. What's that website link? Uh, so the website is the complete race driver, all one word, dot com. So that's yeah, where you go and you can you can uh, find out more information and and yeah, you can you can sign up and and yeah, start start learning and start start improving. And of course, that link will be in the show notes. So just scroll to the bottom of the podcast, find the link, click on it, and we'll go directly to Wes's website. If you're not quite sure um, if the program is exactly for you and you want to know more, obviously there's more details on there. But Wes actually has a fantastic freebie on his website as well. Can you tell us about that free download that you have available? Yeah, sure. So there, there's on the website, um, there's the course, and there's also um, giving away like free track maps, what we well, I guess what we call industry free track maps. So it's for all Australian circuits um, that, you know, you sort of use as a driver to, to scribble down notes. So whether that's, you know, after a session, writing down um, what the car's doing or, or what gear you need to be in for a particular corner or when you're going on a track walk to to write some, some notes for yourself. Um, yeah, it's just there so you can use that digitally or, or, or print them off to take to your, your next race meeting or test day. Um, so I just, yeah, find that a lot of drivers, um, yeah, sort of print off dodgy track maps from around the world. So it's just all in the same format, all with the official Motorsport Australia cornering system because mm-hmm. I think that's another thing that sometimes happens is that um, some people don't call a kink the right corner number and, Phillip What's Island it? can have yeah. eight corners or 10 corners or 12 corners and people are talking about the wrong corners and get pretty uh, confusing. So, yeah, it's just like a motorsport and, and in life, just trying to keep the communication and everything everything correct. Fantastic. And you also do work one-on-one with drivers. Um, tell us a little bit about how they can get in contact with you or about that service that you provide. Uh, obviously, you're very busy, so you are quite limited in who you can help, but you do definitely work one-on-one with drivers. I, I do, yes. Yeah. So um, there's been some drivers I've worked with through that have signed up to the course and wanting to, and you know, sort of go further and, and get sort of more one-on-one tuition or, or at race meetings. So, yeah, if there's any drivers out there, then, yeah, please get in touch with the through the website. Um, there's contact details to get in, get in touch with me through there uh, and then, yeah, really can just work one-on-one at a test day or race meeting, you know, furthering the, the techniques and the disciplines uh, outlined within the course. And and then, yeah, I guess that leads on to sort of next year, um, looking at expanding that part of the business again and having not only myself but another uh, driver um, that's at a very high level It's going to come and join and we'll have that opportunity to work with either myself um, or this driver or, or both of us um, <laughs> to try and try and help any any drivers out there that want sort of further further tuition and further training. So yeah, I guess watch watch this space for some, some information. So what is the best space for people to follow your journey again, just so they can follow your success and, and what you're up to next? Uh, is Instagram the best or Facebook, LinkedIn? Tell us where to find you, Wes. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's like streaming services this day, right? Like you've got to you've got to have a little bit of bit of everything. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, if you if you yeah go to the website, I guess there's yeah the completeracedriver.com. Um, it's got links to social, but yeah, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, um, yeah, I'm probably. I, I, I don't do any dancing, so I'm not on TikTok. So, yeah, apologies for that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, Wes, you do have 30 years of knowledge, and this is called the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. So before I let you go, I'd love if you could share one or three tips uh, for any of those grassroots motorsport athletes that are getting started um, on their journey or, you know, they might be in the first couple of years on their journey around how they can improve their performance. Yeah, it's a really no, no. It's it's really good question. And it's really important. I think, I think you get, um, you know, for for, you, for young people coming through on that that journey, there's there's so much information at the start. Um, so many people telling you what to do, and you know, everyone's everyone's got opinions. So it can be can be hard to sort of filter out the the noise. So, um, Except for us, Wes, like we know this. Remember, <laughs> except for us, like listen to us, like you and me. Correct, correct. Otherwise, you wouldn't be speaking. That's right. Yeah. Make sure just, you just listen to the podcast and follow Motivate Training. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that that's you got those two things. That's all all you need, right? That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think surrounding yourself by by the good people and um, is 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 super important. Uh, and then you know, going on from there, I think. The two two other sort of keystones are, I think, one be be coachable. Um, that's something that comes up time and time again is to be coachable, and you know there'll be at some point in your, your career, you know, might not happen too much in karting, but then going going through, you're going to have people telling you, um, you know, how to how to drive at some some point. And you got to try and balance out your bravado and confidence with with being coachable. So the the best of the best have all been through that stage, and you know they even when they're you know even someone like Jamie Winkup is is there. He's still willing to learn, even though he's won seven supercars championships. He's if he's if he's getting beaten, if he's not breaking later than his teammate. That's what the data says. Then he wants to know that. So you know, be coachable. Don't think you've got all the answers because you don't. No one, no one does. Um, and then I think the other tip is to, you know, uh, you know, one of the big things I talk about in my course is to be be adaptable. Is the other thing. Um, and that's you, you've only got to look at someone like Shane. Um, in this this country, I guess using that example, in Australia with supercars again, or, or Brody um, Gustecki, that that they 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 jump in just about any car and they can be competitive, and that's that's a testament to their 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 skill base and being adaptable. Whether it's sprint cars, rally cars, obviously Shane's going to do NASCAR shortly. Um, you know they can jump in different cars and be be competitive in that. They've got a, you know, analytical brain that can, um, you know, assess and and again be be coachable to listen to people what they're telling you and they 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 work out how to drive those different cars and then they they bring that knowledge back into whatever they're doing and and just raise raise the bar again. So 
I think, yeah, surround yourself by good people, be coachable and be adaptable. That'd be the, that'd be the three, three tips I'd use. And follow Motivate Training and the Complete Race Driver. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all encapsulating. That, that goes without saying. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Well, thank you very much, Wes, for sharing your journey. What a fantastic journey. I'm sure there will also be some um, guys and girls that may even get in contact with you about um, career in um, mechanical engineering. Uh, Wes is always happy to answer any questions, aren't you, Wes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I've had quite a few um, engineers as well sort of sign up to the course because that's, that's, I guess, the other important thing is that it's, um, you know, it's technical, but it's also on the human level. You've got to be able to communicate. So working out what makes drivers tick is is important for engineers too to to improve improve everyone's performance. Fantastic. Always happy to talk. <laughs> Thanks, Wes. It was fantastic having you on the show. I really appreciate your time today. Um, guys, make sure you do race over and check out the complete race a driver website again the link will be in today's show notes as well as wes's instagram account um, make sure you dm if you've got any questions um, about driver coaching um engineering mentorship a one-on-one training he is the driver trainer for you wes again thanks and goodbye awesome thank you very much for having me Wanda. thank you see ya well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in motorsport coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.